rediscover the facets of yourself that have been kept hidden away for far too long. For just $1, you can take a journey and make it your ultimate transformation. Center of the Sun Plus offers more tools, support, and community to help you explore your inner realms. Click the link in the description to join today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thanks to you for joining me this hour. Do you know why um, school lunches on days with chicken nuggets were so fucking lit? Because I definitely don't know either. Uh, Several news outlets have gotten me thinking about school lunches because they're reporting how public schools are collecting on children's school lunch bills because their parents can afford to pay their school lunch bill like what the fuck uh fortunately several organizations have stepped into balance these schools budgets you know in terms of like their dumbass like lunch deficit um it's so sad how we treat children in this country in georgia you know they're banning abortion in ohio they're banning fucking abort like what the fuck um but don't give a fuck about them eating at school like i'm so confused so many are affected by just flat out terrible parenting but then i hear stories about the epidemics of hunger and i'm just like really like in america this should never fucking happen any economist knows that there is enough food to go around i just argued with one of my patients mm, a few weeks ago regarding this very notion that scarcity is required for our societies to work and i categorically disagree i feel like you know food is another mechanism of control and you know for the pure capitalists it's you know scarcity is a mechanism to control the flow of resources just in case they want more because they don't give a fuck about what we want um but let's not get off on a tangent i am your host devon and you are listening to center of the sun podcast thank you for listening i am happy that most of these children are being being taken care of you know these school lunches and things 
it was a scandal. I think enough people are like, okay, this is kind of shitty. Like, why are we sent? Why are we calling? Why are we blowing up a five-year-old's uh, line? Talk about some, this is a debt and we're collecting a debt or whatever the fuck they say on the thing. Um, but we, I just need the damn departments or whatever the fuck, the US of the United States, whatever the fuck, I need them to do their motherfucking job. Feed the children, please. Thank you. But I got on this topic to say that I remember my time eating school lunch. Um, of course, I had free lunch. And in my hometown, you either packed, which means you were bougie, like, oh, snap. Oh, Lunchable. Oh, string cheese, bitch. Like, get the fuck out of here. Uh, either you were bougie or you bought. I mean, buying lunch was just as fine, but you had cash. So either you were bougie with your lunchbox or bougie with the cash. I was bougie with the card, which was the little, st- the little thing that they stamped to say that I ate for free. I don't know. But it didn't matter who you were. It didn't matter that I had free lunch. I didn't actually care. Um, I didn't know there was a difference. I didn't know that, like, because you packed, your parents could buy more different kind. Of, I don't know. I don't know. Um, that's just, the divisions of, like, today didn't quite, were not quite apparent to me. Um, or I don't even know if they existed. I didn't know if it mattered that much. But it didn't matter who you were during lunch. If you wanted to volunteer, that's what I was getting at. If you wanted to volunteer, you could do that too. So you bought lunch, you paid for lunch, you know, whatever it was, or you brought your own. Um, you could also volunteer to get out of class early for lunch. Lit. Like, come on. Like, who doesn't want to get out of class early? And then you could help take the nuggets. It was they would like they would like announce it like we're we want like I forget how they did it. But it was like you took turns and like if you wanted to be a volunteer, you could like sign up and then you would like get a little shift to take the little nuggets out the baking sheet. You know, they were cool. Um, They cooled them off and then you took them off the baking sheet and put them in the serving dish or whatever it was. Uh, Do you remember the like the plastic gloves, like the church lady plastic gloves or the lunch lady rather plastic gloves are just like really thin and like really like swishy and the aprons were too big but you know i fucking loved the hand out the fucking chocolate milk like that was my lane that was my ministry that was my ministry um because i was tall enough to reach down in the cooler and hand the other kids the milk and then um for some reason i don't know why and i think i'm just a weirdo but i also like cleaning off the the tables because you got to use the bucket of water i don't know i'm such a weirdo but that is not the topic of today there was an opportunity to help the lunch ladies at the time and i always have fun doing that shit i guess i just like helping people thank you for listening to center of the sun i don't know but why am I telling that story? My favorite part was of the chicken nuggets. I don't even know why I'm telling that story. The favorite part about the chicken nugget days were not volunteering for the lunch lady, um, to volunteering to be a lunch lady. It wasn't even about the fucking chicken nuggets. It wasn't about the milk and it wasn't about helping clean up afterwards or, or helping or anything. You know what it was? My favorite part of chicken nugget day at school? The honey. Bitch, the honey at the end of the lunch line, there was always a 
huge carafe of honey, just filled with honey. And um, so the lunch tray, you can imagine, is five spaces, four small spaces and one large space for like your entree. One square, you know, one's round, one's square, one's rectangle, one's just like a weird shape. And um, you would get your food, but they would always leave one space on the lunch tray for your milk or something. But um, on those days, you would fill that bitch up with what? Honey, bitch. So you could dip your, your hot chicken nuggets in there. To this day, I never eat honey on my chicken. Or honey any time. That's weird. There are instances, or there are just like a few instances when I don't have a choice but to eat honey. Like there's a restaurant um, here down on like Vine Street or whatever. And they're like, our chicken is so good that we don't even have sauce for you to even ask for. Like, bitch, you want salt? No. You want ketchup? No. You want ranch? No. But what we got is honey. And it's spicy, like fuck your stomach. Like all we got is the spiciest fucking honey. That's your sauce, or eat our chicken, or get the fuck out. Like that's how people do in my city. Don't ask. But outside of that setting, I never ask for honey at restaurants. Like even if, if even if I go to McDonald's, I mean I know they serve it. I know I know they serve honey at McDonald's for chicken nuggets so that's good but like where else do they they don't really serve honey because it's kind of like a thing it's kind of because we're killing the bees they don't want to like tell us that oh you know what the gus you know what i guess the closest thing that i would get is like a honey mustard so like a grown-up honey um maybe oh my god shit maybe that's a conspiracy like making us eat honey mustards like taking us away from honey because we know we intuitively want honey but they're like no eat honey mustard because that's grown up um, anyway, I never ask for honey at restaurants. I don't know why. And I still don't understand why schools chose to serve honey to the students. Well, I think it's because, well, so I think it's just because another part, it's just another thing about nutrients. Like they needed something else to put on the plate with nutrients. So they were like, honey, duh. Um, it's sweet. It goes with it. It's fine. You know, whatever. Um, because they always had ketchup and mustard and stuff too. But on Chicken Nugget Day, you would want honey because they wouldn't have honey any other time. And the vast and the vast majority of people got honey. I mean, there are a few people that would like mix it with like ketchup and be weird with it. But or like people would use the honey to like build like towers and shit. And of course, it'd be sticky. So then that's why like we would need to like clean off the table with the bucket of water after it was like lit. I love those days. So why are we talking about honey? Why am I telling you this weird ass, like boring ass story about lunch as a child? Um, And if you haven't noticed today, we're talking about honey, but the focus is not just on honey. It's on a entire segment of the food industry called functional foods or more so foods that are so rich in nutrients they are basically a medicine like what turn up honey is one of those uh, natural compounds that feels so normal to just have in the house it's just there like oh you got some honey yeah of course like get the little bear out the thing um but it is it should be the main ingredient to your to your healthy diet 
it should it should be in your pantry right now and if you don't have it um i'm gonna i'm gonna um tell you why you should you should get some honey okay honey and i got a lot of these a lot of this information because i've been a research assistant for like the last six years and uh doing public health research and just like doing a lot of things in regards to just like trying to decrease threats to people's health and every day it astounds me like literally how curious i am all the time i'm so nosy i tell i tell my patients this i'm like i'm not even asking you this for like personal reasons i just want to know like yeah i'm compelled i don't know i want to ask you these questions and and i think it comes from this need to um feel helpful to other people and even though i work in a fast-paced environment it's pretty new you know my work is pretty nuanced but it's like fast and so like it's just like it is what it is and as long as i in its research so because you do things in a standard process every time even though you have 50 different studies that do 50 things different 50 different ways anyway um you know i work in an environment that i'm trying even though i work in this environment high energy fast-paced environment where we're where we're using biomedical interventions to address public health crises like i work with pharmaceutical companies i work with the government i work with you know investigators um to find answers to just devastating you know problems with our communities but i'm still devon and even though I am very curious and I like having more information than less information. So even though like something is detrimental to society, potentially, I would prefer to know what that is. Um, even if it is a medication or, or, or whatever it is, I want to be a part of that process because I feel like um, it's valuable. But I always want to be cognizant of the fact that I also believe first that we should always first look within um to find our answers and then secondly to mother earth and then to you know external uh sources of information so i'm saying all that to say that i like to have evidence i like my assertions to be evidence-based they don't have to be perfect they don't have to you know cover the 100 percent of people but when I research things, I like to use journals and scholarly articles and sources of, of, of information that won't make me a laughing stock to all of my friends. Um, because of, as you imagine, I work in the medical field. So all of my friends are what practitioners in some way. Um, so let's get into it. Okay. What have you heard about raw honey? Hmm. Text me or not text me. Tweet me at Natural Devon um, on Twitter, but a medical journal in Malaysia. And it states that more than 25% of drugs used within the last 20 years were directly derived from plants, while another 25% were chemically altered natural products. So... I want to pause right there and I want to ask you to go visit my blog, Devon.org, D-V-A-U-G-H-N.org for the sources that I'm about to share with you on today's podcast because they are plenty. 
I have journals of medicine from Saudi Arabia, Asia, France, Turkey, Malaysia, of course, United States. I have various um, different sources of information. And I selected these journals very spe specifically from these different countries because I know that bees, organisms, people are different depending on where you live. So is the result on the person, you know, on the human that we're um, applying this information to. So, bitch, when I tell you that I have never known that there were so many kinds of bees and so many different kinds of honey, I thought there was one kind of bee or like two or three kinds of bees and like one, definitely one kind of honey. Um, I didn't also know that people have been indexing the use and the benefits of honey for motherfucking ages. Like, I also want to get sources from Asia and the Middle East because a lot of those practices, those health practices, um, those countries and those con those people in those continents and in, in, in those countries are spending their time validating their own ancient wisdom with their modern day science. So I think it's lit. I think it's lit as fuck. And just like our exploration of the human soul, um, the information about food and like how our bodies work is also older than any other religion on this fucking planet. So the same people who taught us how to use the earth as medicine those same people can teach us how to appreciate our bodies. So that's why I I gathered some articles from various different countries and various different sources in order to give us the most complete and accurate um, depiction or um, assessment of this particular natural remedy. Okay. So are you with me? Okay. So I'm saying all this because there are various threats to your health, you know, pollution, you know, things that you can't you can't prevent, basically. But you're a supreme being like I keep saying that, like, and I believe it. You're a supreme being and nothing should be able to surprise you just because everything is a part of everything else. We live in patterns. We live in a weird reality where what is inside of our body is also reflected on the outside of our body and in our environment and we can use our environment to replace things that are missing from our body so that's why that's what i mean when i'm say we live in a we live in a in a reality made of different kinds of patterns that are interchangeable for some reason let's talk about so specifically let's talk about patterns of behavior so like there's patterns of like how organic organic structures are made you know like how a baby goes from a dna strand to a person like there's a inherent structure or an inherent pattern for how that organism is manifested i don't know how to say it but For some reason, when we talk about patterns of behaviors, there are many patterns of behavior 
that we all engage in that are starting to lead to illnesses like cancer and specifically um, because I work in public health, something like HIV. Um, there are patterns of behaviors that we all engage in. And I told you earlier that I'm a research assistant. Well, today I'm going to be talking, you know, more from the perspective of the researcher. And I'm here to tell you that regardless of the patterns of behavior that you engage in or the illnesses that you've had or had to overcome, I'm here to tell you that something as simple as honey has an entire list of like scientifically proven health benefits. So combating illnesses like cancer or supporting the immune system after being exposed to HIV, the list is like crazy promising. And so let me direct you to a specific journal. One of the articles um, in it is from the European Journal of Medicinal Chemistry. And it states quote the role of oxidative stress in promoting the carcinogenic process of free radicals and the preventative effect of antioxidants acting as free radical scavengers in cancer development is well established so we know how cancer is caused and we know how we can limit the um effect of like poison basically that's what a carcinogen is basically when you smoke a cigarette that's like the leading cause of cancer when you burn a plant (laughs) like tobacco um even if you don't add any chemicals to it it's carcinogenic when it goes into your body it poisons your body and the human body is resilient so generally it can like push that shit out and you know it's fine you can smoke every now and then your doctor won't kill you But over time, it leaves waste in your body and those free radicals and that waste is encapsulated in your cells. And when it's in your cells, then when that cell replicates, it just replicates shit. Okay. But the body is resilient. So when you don't eat properly, you limit the body's ability to expose of waste. Woo! So your body cannot properly function. (laughs) Are you with me still? I'm just like, oh my God. Your body can't properly function because we are supreme beings. We don't feel the effects of poor diet, low exercise or low activity, you know, low, low activity. We don't feel the effects of like living in New York City. We don't feel the exposure to, to pollution as like detrimental to our body. But over time, you know what can happen. It's cancer. You can't breathe in exhaust fumes from buses all day (laughs) and expect your lungs to be okay. So then, you know, once you're exposed to carcinogens and all kind of things, you, you you can develop cancer. That requires millions of dollars of medical treatment, potentially, and fatal outcomes. These journals don't discount cancer treatment. So I don't want to get you, I don't want to start on the hotep thing. Like, do you know, like, we just need some herbs, bro. Like, no, no. Because once you get cancer, I don't know what to do. But these journals are instead supporting the easy ways that we can prevent cancer. This process is called 
chemo prevention. It's like, wait, what does chemo mean? Like, what does chemotherapy mean? So chemo prevention um, is supported by hundreds of double-blind studies, many of them not even conducted in the United States because, like, millions of dollars, of course. Who's going to who's gonna study honey? Like, of course they want to study chemo because it's, like, sexy. But hundreds of, hundreds of double-blind studies, meaning... The researcher doesn't know what what the st- subject is taking, and the subject doesn't know what the subject is taking, or the volunteer, who, sorry, or the person, the patient. You're not a subject, you're a patient, you're a person. Um, you don't know what you're taking, and neither does the researcher. Um, these double-blind studies have supported for years the effect of plants on our body. So raw, raw honey just happens to be one of the superfoods that does not require us to destroy the organism or the environment. That's why I'm touching on it today because I think I like, um, I talked about acai berries a few episodes ago. And my biggest concern for like doing something like that is like, are we going to destroy the the rainforest <laughs> because of like our obsession with like the cool, the sexy purple berry that like prevents like illness, like whatever. Um, but all we have to do in order to get the benefit of honey is to just focus on the bees and save them. Um, also, honey has an inflammatory property as well. So this is especially concerning for those who are living with an illness like HIV. Just the presence of an organism in your body, because we haven't been able to cure HIV yet, the presence of the organism in your body, even though the virus is suppressed by medication, biomedical, biomedical intervention is necessary. It can cause a cascade of issues down the road. You don't even have to be actively sick just because your body is like, <sighs> like I said earlier, your body is quite resilient, but it's on guard. Because your body is on guard so much, it wears down a lot easier. So the presence of HIV in your body requires more of your body's energy to make sure that it doesn't fuck it up. Honey, raw honey, can help your cells relax because it has these properties of taking that waste out of those out of, out of those cells. It interacts with the it's such a weird, and I wish I knew what the exact process was, but I'm just like giving you the like overview of it because I barely get it, but I feel like it's important. Now, there's some really interesting stuff though. Okay, so honey has been shown to kill certain kinds of viruses. It's shown to kill bacteria and parasites. Like, because the number of phytochemicals, that's what we're talking about today. The the phyto, So when a plant is, like, opening up to the sun, you know, it's, like, reaching outside to the sun, that exchange, when the light hits the plant, it creates a phytochemical. Phyto means light. And it's, a, it's how the plants grow. It's just how the plants work. And that's why plants are green. So when they have enough sunlight, they are flourishing. When they don't, they don't flourish. So those same chemicals keep us flourishing, right? But because everyone's body is different, you must eat a lot of food, like different foods. You must let your body figure out what it needs and what it doesn't need. Honey should be a part of that rainbow that's on your dinner plate. 
So you can't just rely on one food, but you should know, like, if I am going to eat a variety of different foods, what is, how can I maximize my nutrition? Also, there is very strong evidence, both in experience experiments with humans and animals, that honey has been shown in the laboratory to shrink certain kinds of cancers and tumors. In the 2017 Saudi Journal of Biological Sciences, it states that honey is highly valued by users for therapeutic purposes as an alternative medicine. So they don't say this because like some wives tale, like some like Arab wives are like, yeah, girl, like get this honey. No, they've taken like big as big as spectrometers and shit and microscopes and shit to figure out what's in that honey is keeping these people alive for decades and decades without medicine and without illness. Oh, wow. Well, that is because honey contains nutrients like folic acid and other phytonutrients found in hundreds of different kinds of foods. So it's like a dense, uh, it's, it's the same nutrients that are synthesized into medicines that fight fungus and liver damage. It's like you like, because the bees, the way the bees get it. So this is why I'm convinced that honey is something that should always be in your pantry. Raw honey, of course, you know, because bees gather the pollen on their little like bee legs and there's little like cavities on their legs from, I don't know. And when the beekeepers get the bees in the, in the box to create the honey, they must try to gather as much honey off the bees legs. So they go around the, um, they go around the, um, flowers and they come back and then, you know, they come back and forth, but bees don't really like care about like i want to like sell this honey so like the beekeeper wants to maximize the amount of pollen that's being dropped off so they have this little system where it kind of scrapes off the, the pollen where they come to the queen and then they move those boxes around so that the bees are you know can get pollen from different sources so by the time it gets to your house you want to make sure that you're getting the best honey is the best honey possible um, and it can also help with like this, your sperm count and like stuff like that. Um, that's what the Saudi, the Saudi journal says, but it can guard against issues like cardiovascular issues because it can take those toxins out of your cells. The best honey, um, in order to maximize nutrients and maximize the, um, health benefits of it is just to go to your farmer's market. And find the local person that, you know, keeps bees. Anything you get from a grocery store may have been processed in some kind of way, either by, um, you know, uh, preservatives or something or the way that it was transported or whatever it was, or even that it was like mixed with water or I don't even know. Like you want to get the best honey possible. And even if you buy an expensive jar of honey, if you like Whole Foods or whatever, and you buy expensive jar, it won't rot. That's why you want to get a good jar of honey because it won't rot. That's how you know it has healing properties. Like it's food, but it doesn't rot and it's not preserved. It's from like bees. It doesn't die. You want compounds from plants in your body that can support your immune system. Okay, honey, because honey can do that. So I want to recap like real quick. So some foods 
can be used as medicine. They're called functional foods because they are densely packed with plant-based nutrients or nutrients that come from the process of the sun and the plant. I don't know. And as a result, flowers grow and bees get their little bee legs and they go around and they go around on flowers and they collect pollen and they bring that back to the queen onto uh, the hive and that process of densely creating this like substance with pollen and bees fights cancer fights inflammation supports the immune system so like if you live with hiv you can get your t-cells back a lot faster if you consume honey on a daily basis research around the world agrees that raw honey is a functional food but it is best consumed locally or if you're not going to eat it locally eat a whole bunch of different kinds of honey so you can get the best benefit um honey is really not that expensive it's just a food so you know it can't be that expensive and on this show we talked about how the etheric body or your physical body you know those are the same those are those are synonyms they're the same thing your body holds your emotions there are different centers of nerves nerve centers in your body in your gut and your dick and all that kind of stuff that hold your emotions do you remember a few episodes ago we explored the different um chakras that's that's what they're called chakras in the body those are the different centers of of energy in your in your body like i said earlier the same people who are giving us this information about functional foods and about bees and stuff they're the same people that are also giving us information regarding how humans can create a personal atmosphere because of the way that our bodies use magnetism it's very it's very elusive but you know we're gonna try we're gonna try on the show to, to deconstruct these ideas just like james charles or whatever his name is um with the makeup you know, he's just a very sad example of how you use your personal atmosphere, you know, you know, like your vibe to influence and manipulate other people because he's young. I'm sure he'll, you know, bounce back from his most recent scandal with Tati or Tatiana, whatever. For some reason, it's just like cracking me up because nobody has patience for predators anymore. Like everyone's like, uh, what, what we're doing is like canceling everybody um everybody is going down r kelly harvey weinstein who the fuck else donald trump is going down too i was even shocked i was even like literally shocked most recently to hear about the vatican changing like releasing their rules around like sexual abuse reporting i don't know for years people have been like keeping these sex scandals within the catholic church such a secret well honey those days have ended i'm not even catholic who cares but it's a huge step in in the human consciousness. That's what I'm worried about. Human consciousness. Um, it's a huge step. And something as delicious as like fucking raw honey can keep can get you to a place where you can evolve your thinking to a higher form. So we can start evolving and like doing things in a way that is like not detrimental to our health 
So going back to all this James Charles drama, the algorithms, because I've been like looking at James Charles things, the algorithms have been placing Jeffree Star, I guess his competitor, uh, Jeffree Star videos in my YouTube feed. And it's gotten me thinking about the Matrix, you know, not the movie, but like the real thing that we're trapped inside of. Um, it has me thinking about all of this this Phi based, you know, as a seven Bowman, oh, Bomar, Savan Bomar, whatever his name is, um, Mr. Uh, SecretEnergy.com. He talks about, in, in regards to like numerology and stuff like that, he talks about how we live in a superficial world because of the symbols we use. Um, and, um, specifically the star, the phi, the phi based symbol of the, uh, the five, the pentagram, whatever it is. Um, basically what I'm trying to get at is that there are certain symbols that are very apparent. Um, and once you kind of like start recognizing these symbols, you're like, oh, okay, that's a phi based symbol. That is an unbalanced way of that is an unbalanced worldview basically and it's all superficial and i wish i was explaining it in better detail but we are not anytime soon but that is why we started center of the sun because all of this superficial stuff is going out of style and a shift in the way that humans live and think and feel and interact is coming as soon as like next year because of the way that technology is moving, we're going to be, people are predicting that we are going to be like exposed to AI and all kinds of stuff, but we're going to understand the human soul a lot better. So we're going to be understanding how all of these symbols are, are um, influencing our worldviews. And I'm not sure what exactly will happen. Um, I just know that Christianity is out the door and um, we need to be focusing on the body's esoteric energy system. So, Jeffree Star, James Charles, or whatever his name is, I don't know. I can't stand people with two first names. I don't know how to say it. And Tati represent a culture that is obsessed with the physical form. And there's nothing wrong with it. Like, whatever, do you, boo. But we're obsessed with learning on the show we are also obsessed with the human form, but we are striving to find that balance. We aren't focusing on religion or body, you know, we're not focusing on one thing. We're trying to understand how this all fits together in a balanced way. And today I was just, or this weekend, I was astonished by the influencer culture and like how pungent it is and how many views there were. All these symbols point back to one thing though and when i say symbols i think symbols of fame and wealth and all money and stars and body you know physical or uh, outward appearances and stuff like that and clothes and louis vuitton and all the brands and all that kind of stuff all of that attention is in all of that attention is like we're like it's insist we're insistent about it um we're insisting on focusing all of our attention solely on our body and not on our mind and not on our soul 
And that's why I think cancel culture is so insidious or that's why people believe it's so insidious and that it should stop. And it's because we are finally allowed to use our minds. We're not, there's no more sheeping thing. You know, we're like, oh, okay, well, okay. I don't care if he's 19 and wears makeup. If he's a predator, he's canceled, whatever. If we're can't, if we're not careful though, you must like stay cognizant that you can still be manipulated and influenced. That's why I don't believe in like focusing your mind on nothing. Why? <laughs> you have all these connections. You have all these neurons. Why would you not think? That makes no sense. But I want to revisit because I'm going off on a tangent again. I want to revisit what we've been talking about. I want to re revisit that process of enfoldment. Okay. And this process is, is marked with rapid shifts in consciousness. So that's the first thing you should basically be aware of um it's not going to feel good and self-care is paramount in this process you must take care of your body you must take care of your emotions and you must take care of your mind if you need help with that feel free to shoot me an email host at centersun21.com also um i'm i guess i'm like a natural rem remedy specialist so if you want some products i got some for you but do you, do, excuse me, do you remember the first time you recognized yourself in a mirror? Because I actually remember like seeing myself. I remember the day I like saw my, like saw me um, like, oh, that's me. You know, like as a kid, like, oh, that's what I look like. I'm a, I'm a boy. Um, it's still an odd memory. But prior to that day, I had no concept of my etheric self or my physical body. And, but I remember being conscious up until that point, but I just didn't know like what I look like. I didn't, I didn't knew I was conscious, but I didn't realize it was like a whole thing. It was a system. And this first step of unfoldment, it's the identification with the physical body. And it's the realization that the physical body is just an illusion because of your signal, you know, it's your neural signals. Don't forget, you're seeing a model and you're made up in your brain. You're not really seeing what is actually there your body is making it up and it's an illusion that's what the matrix is it's and it's not bad but you should be under once you understand how much of an illusion it is you can also be like oh i'm greater than that i don't have to be unhappy because like it's not dualism <laughs> it's our dualistic reality starts getting harder to operate in you're like oh okay well then i'm not worried about jeffree star or whatever his fucking name is and we feel pretty good because we start to understand the power that we have as humans. We start practicing witchcraft and, you know, like summoning demons and shit, thinking that, you know, we're increasing our power, but we're just talking to ourselves. We're summoning our own demons inside of our mind. But you get bogged down with daily life because it's scary. I mean, I was here. I was outside trying to talk to aliens like, please take me. And I was talking to myself. Um seeing ghosts and shit and i mean there is a certain level of supernatural stuff but we have to realize that like are you talking to god or are you talking to yourself you should probably figure that out but if you never knew that you had the ability to talk to yourself like literally like your brain is talking to itself if you never knew that that was possible then you never knew like what the difference is between the creator and the creation of your mind so second phase of enfoldment is when you start recognizing that the self is purely in your head. 
and not just purely in your head, but separate from your body, but still affected by it. That's why Beyonce keeps telling you to be vegan. You just saw her at the ga- at the whatever the Patriots game or the Jungle game. I don't know who the who the um, team was, but um, who were wearing all those moons all over her. I loved it. But anyway, that's why she keeps telling you to be vegan. She wants you to ascend to this phase of realizing that form and self are not the same. I feel like I'm stuck in this phase because when I meditate, I do so with intention, and I do so with intention that will that I will meet my higher self. And you see how I'm still speaking to myself in terms of higher self and lower self. This is okay because we have to start somewhere, but like I know that that's like I'm speaking to. There is no higher self. There's just self. But in order to like get to that like oneness with my entire consciousness, there's levels. There's levels and the third stage. I hope you understand this. If if you need clarification, please tweet me at Natural Devon on Twitter. The third stage is really when it starts getting weird. So you're starting realize that you are a supreme being locked in a physical form. And I've said this before, and by realizing this actually is a whole new level of consciousness. So humanity starts to feel like a privilege more than a chore. You're a supreme being. You cannot be contained. This is the point at which you want to maximize your time here on Earth. So even though you cannot be contained, you are contained. So you can't be contained forever. That's what I mean. And this is the point at which you want to maximize your time on Earth. And you realize that your soul chose your body. You chose your reality. Weird, huh? Yeah, it's weird. But that is how it works. Moving along to stage four, where the soul starts to dominate the physical form. So the shift of consciousness starts once again. Things start getting weird. This is where a lot of people start finding truth you know but they stay there which is a which is problematic this is because the emotions are paramount to human survival so it's weird to like transcend the physical form <laughs> it's like weird because it's like no longer human um the will of the soul must find a way to supersede the needs and desires of the physical body little by little Over the course of time, the soul becomes whole with the body. So that oneness is a thing. This is the point at which someone can start helping the human race as a a whole. So like the monks, I guess like the monks that are like on the mountain who can like pray in like negative Arctic winter and be like melt the snow around them like and they're just praying all day. Like, that's the point at which, like, you start to ascend. It's possible. There is evidence of this happening. And I'm saying it in these terms of, like, the soul and stuff. But it's really, I mean, you can be an electrical engineer and get the same information. Because it's, the nature is reflected inside of our body and vice versa. Um, We live in a series of patterns. So if, (laughs) if magnets work, magnet, if like crystals you know and stuff like that we are organic form so like all the things all the things organic and inorganic they all have the same properties of magnetism and um let's move on to stage five because this is where magnetism and stuff becomes 
important um, because you're approaching initiation. The will of the soul becomes automatic and you start to shed your ego. So this is when you stop thinking when you when it becomes automatic you don't have to try to do anything this is why like no one's path is is wrong because like you can be a christian or a muslim or whatever it is because you're going to get to this point anyway there will be a point maybe not in this lifetime but in whatever lifetime um there will be a point where you will ascend to initiation you have to get there yourself you have to shed your ego automatically you can't force yourself to do anything you don't want to do because you chose it you chose to be here so anyway, moving along, you also have an informed voice. So Albert Einstein and all these people with all these ideas and shit, they had an informed voice. That's called your intuition. That's called pure vision, direct knowledge. And you have the ability to use and direct that energy. That's why it's important. You can be an X-Man or whatever the fuck you want to be. But like in terms of like human spirituality, not physical, not fiction. And remember when we talked about the different bodies, what are the different bodies? Raise your hand. Astral body, etheric body, mental body. Those are just the main bodies, but those start to fuse together. Okay. And you have started to achieve the level of God. This is why Kanye West seems weird. Because for some reason, someone told him this. <laughs> and then, but he didn't ascend and he just kept using drugs. He probably was like doing acid or something. But I mean, no one's path is wrong. So you'll get there how you'll get there, hun. But honey, raw honey, um, you know, Kanye West talks about being a, a god. You know, Luke Skywalker, there was a movie on Netflix, um, Star Wars, whatever the most recent one was, where Luke Skywalker like ascends into the into the sun. He ascended, his body fused together and like went up to God. Um, Jesus, it was just it was just Easter. The story of Jesus is the same exact. These five steps you can you you can deconstruct the story of Jesus in these five steps. That's why I think the Bible is just a badly transcribed version of ancient teachings or translated version because Jesus is another filled out template. Jesus is another template, another iteration of the patterns that govern our reality. And you know what? That's, that's going to be it for today. We, we can prevent cancer. We can prevent heartache and all of these things with, the natural tools in front of us and then we can even get even better more lit by supplementing our natural tools with synthetic tools like biomedic biomedical interventions so try some raw honey today or tomorrow and i will catch you on a later day thank you for listening i am your host devon Please send your questions to host at centrosun21.com or you can tweet me at naturaldevon on Twitter. You definitely can visit my blog for all of the sources and the transcript of today's episode at devon.org. That is D-V-A-U-G-H-N.org. Have a great day.
Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you make the brave decision to venture within, you will unlock your true potential so you can push forward with confidence, conviction, and a purpose. For only $1, you can become a Center of the Sun Plus Gold member and get closer to that purpose. No matter how difficult the process may be, remember it's your resilience and commitment that will ultimately lead you to where you want to go. 